0: Hi, you're listening to Old Blue Truck, a podcast of my thoughts as I take our family's trash to the dump. All right, so it is Friday, almost noon, and I'm on my way to the dump with our trash from the last few days, and I've been thinking a little bit about I guess, rites of passage. I remember when I was like eight years old, I started counting down the days till I would be able to drive. Uh, And then once I was 16 and able to drive, I started counting down the days um, till I was 18 and was able to vote, uh, 21 and being able to buy handgun ammunition. Uh, I know that's not probably most people's rite of passage uh, at that age, but that was was mine. And our society has a lot of rites of passage. So we have a rite of passage when we drive, when we can vote, um, when we can drink or buy other things. We have uh, rites of passage when we get married, uh, when we get our first job, when we graduate from high school, we graduate from college, um, when we retire, Uh, the birth of our children. There's lots of different rites of passage. In our society. However, in the the Merrill family, uh, there's a little bit of a different rite of passage. Uh, My family, my my dad's side of the family, has always, uh, I guess, enjoyed buying and selling things. Um, And it was something that I didn't really realize was part of my DNA until uh, recently. But my grandpa bought and sold. Used cars, not like in a used car lot kind of way, um, but more of as a, a hobby as he retired. So he would have he had his used car dealer license, and he would sell, um, you know, eight or nine or ten cars a year. He liked going to the car auction and picking up a few cars and bringing them back and selling them. And uh, it's where I learned that if a used car dealer says that well, it just has a little bit of rust. Uh, it probably means you need brand new vendors. Uh, And so the rite of passage as a Merrill is when you first buy a car without telling your spouse. Um, Probably more specifically, a car that you can't really afford. And so the reason this podcast is called Old Blue Truck is because I'm on my way to the landfill in an old blue truck. Uh, 1991 Ford Ranger that currently has 320,000, um, 288 miles uh, on the odometer. It's actually not a bad running little truck, but what had happened is we occasionally uh, buy some stuff at an auction uh, and sell it, help pay student loans off a little more quickly, Um, do some fun stuff with the family. Oh, my seatbelt just came unbuckled. That's one of the things that happens when you have a truck that has 320,000 miles on it. The seatbelts just come unbuckled. And so I was at the auction one day uh, looking for something. Most of the time we we sell antique stuff or collectibles, uh, that kind of thing. And they had this little blue truck. And at the time I looked at it, I looked at it and it had 300 some odd thousand miles on it. And the owner had written probably the most complete description that I've ever seen um, of any used car. And there's a lot of good things about it, but there's also some bad things like the back brakes tend to just lock up as you're driving down the road. You can't use the emergency brake. I uh, you can't lock the doors. The driver's side door handle uh, is broken. I did find a brand new handle in the glove box, but I uh, have not had time to put it on. So, um, every time you get in the truck, it looks like you're about to steal the truck because you have to reach in through your open window and open the door. Um, not that anybody would want to steal this truck, but if they did want to steal it, not much I can do to stop them because you can't lock the doors. Um, Anyway, so I told Rachel I said, look, there's a little truck we had just sold. I had a little Nissan uh, we had just sold, and I said, Oh, look, there's a little truck, right? So they're gonna bid on it. I said, No, I'm not gonna bid on it. And she said, Good, we don't really have the money to bid on it. So later that evening, this auction is, is all online and you go in person to pick everything up. I'm sitting there and the truck comes up, and there's two minutes left, and some guy has it for like three hundred and ninety-eight dollars. And I look at that, and I said, it's a four-wheel drive. The four-wheel drive works. The body looks pretty decent. I can't let this guy buy it for $390. So I bid $415 on it, thinking, of course, he's going to bid me up and you know, make him pay a little more. And the guy who's selling the truck gets a little bit more money. Um, and then the auction closes, and I find myself the proud owner of a 91 uh Ford Ranger with 300 plus thousand miles on it. Uh, and that's how we got the little blue truck. And so the interesting part of this was the conversation that I had to have with Rachel. Uh, that was a conversation where I was like, hey, remember that truck that I said we weren't going to buy? Uh, and she's like, oh, yeah, that truck. And I was like, well, you're never going to believe this. And she was like, what? Uh, well, it wasn't like what as in an excited what, it was more like the, okay, what did you do now kind of what? And I responded with, well, I kind of accidentally just bought the truck. And she said, how does one accidentally buy a truck? And I said, well, I didn't expect to actually win it, um, but I did. So the next day we went and uh, picked up a little blue truck and I drove it back, uh, drove it back home. The brakes only locked up like two or three times. Uh, on the way home, and it's been a good little truck. We haven't driven it a lot, basically just back and forth uh, to the landfill, but the fun part of this little truck with its rusty bumpers and mechanical foibles is the fact that our little girls absolutely love this truck to death. Um, They were heartbroken when I sold our little green truck, which uh, would no longer pass uh, Virginia State inspection. And so when I brought the little blue truck home, the first thing they said was, well, can we paint it green and put a wood bed on the back? Um, we haven't done that, so the girls named it Old Blue, and they um, they love riding in it. And the, I guess the lesson that I've learned is, we live in a, in a time when everybody really wants everything to be brand new and really shiny uh you want the the best of the best oftentimes the best that we can't actually even come close to affording so we make payments for the rest of our life on it but here's a truck with a more than a quarter of a million miles on it that runs well enough for me to go to Lowe's or to get back and forth to the landfill And I've got two little girls who think it's the absolute best truck in the world. It's definitely probably the cheapest truck in the world. It might be the only Ford that has this many miles on it and is still running. Um, But it's taught me a lot, I think, about contentment and being happy with what we have and being thankful for what we have. I'm thankful that as I'm taking this load of diapers from our kid who was just born um, two weeks ago tomorrow, that I don't have to take them in the back of our minivan. And I'm thankful when the rain comes pouring down in a few minutes. Uh, I have windshield wipers, and the truck starts reliably every time. I'm just thankful. So this is what I'm trying to say is, maybe it's time we start learning to be thankful for what we have, rather than just wishing um, for what we might have uh, someday. All right, uh, I've got Bagged Household and then just some miscellaneous junk, no metal. Okay, i thought it was number 8. eight. Number 8? All right, A and 8, thank you. All right, so I made it to the infill. You got to let the guys at the door know um, what it is that you're dumping off. Uh, and I don't know what it is. But it feels like every time I come here, it doesn't matter what I say or what I have. You always feel like you're doing it wrong. Uh, so I'm going to unload this trash. And I guess we'll see what the distance is on these uh, AirPods that I'm recording on. one bag, two, three, four. Oh, that's some broken glass in it. Five, six. All right. Let's Head over to number eight. Hit to number eight. Unload the broken swing from the play area. Some junk from our basement. It just keeps flooding. I'm gonna try to avoid that pile of broken glass. Seems like maybe the best way to go. Nice thing about coming here at this time On a Friday, as most people come before they go to work or uh, right when they get off work. So, this is like the perfect time to come. Oh, that doesn't seem great. Uh, Nobody's here yet. Throw all this stuff away. home, I guess. Some weed eating. We got family coming this afternoon. I'm going to make the whole yard look nice. All right. That's the last one. All right, sorry for the little bit of dead space there. Uh, so I was unloading everything. which bunch of people pulled up next to me. I don't want to seem like the weirdo who's just talking to himself, but in reality, that's exactly uh, what podcasting is when you're doing it by yourself. So, um, All right, well, it's the story of the little blue truck. It's our first run to the landfill. We're going to sign off and head home and get some more yard work done. Thanks for listening.